Let's go. We're back. Here we go. The great Larry Fitzgerald joins us. Hey, Larry, how are you? I'm doing outstanding. It was a great new year. Uh, wonderful start to the year. And um, got a chance to watch some great games yesterday and uh, some exciting times and some crazy stuff, things I've never seen before in my life and uh, some unbelievable plays um, also. So it was a great week. Jonathan Ward, did he out David Tyree? With catching that ball off Nashawn Wright's helmet, uh, your Cardinal teammate, that was incredible. Yeah, I well, he made an unbelievable play. I was so happy to see him do that in such a you know huge junction of the game. Um, you know, he's a very talented young man, and to be able to see him come up, uh, Banjo threw a good pass to him, and he's able to make the play. You know, the magnitude of David Tyree's catch, you know, during the Super Bowl. Um, obviously trumps it, but you know the the level of uh, difficulty. I think uh, I think Jonathan might might take the award. Do you think we know where we're at, or is this still going to be really unpredictable? Or are things shaking out now where Green Bay clearly, you know, they can take a week off now, then they're going to get the week off. Uh, they've clinched the home field in the NFC. Everything will go through Lambeau. Uh, Tennessee uh, has risen to the top. Kansas City stumbling uh, yesterday. Great performance by Cincinnati. Are, are we starting to see where the best teams are, or do you think there's still going to be a lot of shakeups back and forth? Well, I think there's a lot of shakeups still, Jim. You look at the the heated NFC West race, uh, you know, the Cardinals got themselves back into the conversation with a win on the road against Dallas. Um, you know, San Francisco's fighting for their playoff lives. They visit the Los Angeles Rams this week, and New Orleans is playing fabulous with a big victory against Carolina. You know, obviously Tampa, you know, with the injuries and now, you know, the, the newest uh, predicament that they're in um you know they they won but you know they, they definitely look like they're a little bit vulnerable at this time and um green bay also solidified themselves as the not only the best team in the nfc but the best team in football in my opinion um but i don't think they should be taking their foot off the pedal i think they should go out there and play week 18 they have a week off um in dubai um, and i think they should just keep on rolling because they look great well you just touched on it the biggest story and what's going to be talked about for a long time is what antonio brown did yesterday in the Meadowlands, uh, taking off his jersey in the middle of the game, throwing his shirt into the stands, running off the peace signal to the fans, and subsequently being let go by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's two sides to this. There's the professional perspective and the personal perspective. Let's touch on the professional and what he has meant in the National Football League. He's an amazing talent. Uh, he's incredible. He's one of the great wide receivers of all time uh, in terms of the recent past. Tampa Bay has won the last 14 games with him on the field. They're 14 and 0, including 7 and 0 this year. 15 and 3 with Tampa since he became a Buck. So his impact on that team uh, has been significant. In fact, he's been a large portion uh, of their success. What happens now professionally? First to the Bucks, in your opinion, Larry. Well, you, you take off a, an all-decade performer and, you know, had he continued to play the way he's playing, I, I thought he would walk into the Hall of Fame at some point. Um, you take off that type of talent away from Tom and the Bucks. you know, it, it definitely hampers them. Uh, Mike Evans is not 100%. He's still out, he's out there giving it his best, but you obviously see he's not, you know, where he would like to be heading into the playoffs. And so, you know, it puts them behind the eight ball. Um, you know, Chris Godwin's obviously done for the year. You know, they're just not, they're not clicking on all cylinders. They don't have their weapons. Um, and it makes it very difficult for you to go out there and play, um, you know, with the speed and, and the same accuracy and consistency without the players that you know, um, you know, can help you. And so that, that puts them in a difficult position. Now let's go to the personal aspect of this. This is one of the great sports tragedies. 
because here's a guy that just has so much to give on the football field. Yet we've now seen over the course of time in Pittsburgh, in Oakland, don't really count New England because it wasn't anything there. It was what he had done before he got there. And then now what you see in Tampa. So it's, it's a tremendous tragedy on a personal level from not being able to display your talents because of these issues that you have going, going on. From the personal aspect, I, I find it just really sad. How do you sum this up, Larry? It's, it's heartbreaking. It's, it's heartbreaking, um, you know, because, you know, I've known AB. I've got a chance to know him pretty well over the last few years. And, and I love him. His personality is infectious, his, his charisma, his passion, his drive, his work ethic, so many great things that he brings to the game and does a lot to give back to his community. You know, been to camps that he's done for, for kids before down here, down in South Florida. And I mean, he has a, he has a great love uh, and respect um, you know, for, for where for what it takes to be a great player and, and giving back to the game. But um, obviously there's some issues there. Um, and, you know, from from a friend perspective, I just really hope that, you know, he's surrounding himself with people that can help him, you know, get through the issues that he's that he's dealing with him, because um, I just I just don't know what was what, what could possibly send somebody to the brink of just throwing their career away something that happens on the football field. I don't, you know, not getting a ball or a ball be done or a coach says something disrespectful to you. That's not worth potentially getting yourself thrown out of the league. And, um, you know, I just, I just really hope that he can get the help that he, he desperately needs just to get his life together. I'm not talking about playing football in the future. I'm talking about just in terms of life. Um, you know, that's, that's my sincere hope. Knowing him as a friend, do you believe that to be possible at this point? Shouldn't that have been Man. done long before yesterday? Anything is possible, Jim. Um, you know, it just really comes down to him and, and what and what he wants to do. Um, you know, I don't think there's any shortage of people that would love to help him. I mean, anybody, I mean, would would, would reach would, would help him. I mean, I think that's that's pretty fair to say. But it's going to be up to him to to reach out and, and say, look, hey, there's a problem here. I would like to address it. I would like to get to the bottom of it. I need to improve not, not only for myself but for my family. Um, and you know, he's a young man, Jim. He's, 34 years old. I mean, he's got a long, long life to live. And, uh, you know, I want to be able to see him live that life with his kids and be able to enjoy it. It it, it, it would have been great. Our, our great friend, uh, you know, John Madden would have definitely been somebody who would have, would have been able to help him, Jim. He was, he was the fixer. He would have, you know, definitely whisper some words in his ear that got, got him on the right track. You know, he was always the right man for the job, no matter um, you know what he was doing. He, he just had that about him. Well, John had gone through it all, and we'll talk a lot about Coach Madden, dear friend of mine. I know that you cared a great deal for him as well, Larry, and loved him. John had seen everything, and he'd been through everything. As the coach of that group from the Raiders, uh, there was nothing uh, that he hadn't experienced and learned how to deal with and, and try and make the guys better, uh, both personally and professionally. Unfortunately, his era had passed by the time uh, A.B. came around. I don't know if they did have a relationship or if they had been in touch, but uh, we're going to talk a lot more about Coach Madden. Let's remind everybody, Let's Go is brought to you by Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse, serving the highest quality steaks and seafood with exceptional hospitality. Visit delfriscos.com for reservations at one of our 16 locations worldwide. We're on Sirius XM. Our program's Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with the great Larry Fitzgerald. 
Uh, Larry, let's turn back to what actually happened on the field. Brady figured out a way to win the game. I mean, nothing went right, out of sync. Um, the Jets played a terrific game. They have a goal line stand. God only knows why Zach Wilson would sneak the ball. Apparently there was miscommunication between the coaching staff, but you're not going to make two yards on that defensive line. That would have iced the game, either because of a first down or a touchdown. Got the ball back, had to go 93 yards in two minutes without any of his receivers, really, that God went out, as you explained. Brown gone, Evans hampered, and he went 93 yards down the field to win. Was there a doubt in your mind? Never a doubt in my mind when Tom Brady has the ball and it's, and it's a clutch situation. Um, you know, he's he takes uh, he takes chicken and turns it into chicken salad. Um, he just finds a way to be able to will his teammates um, to, to make plays that are, you know, often above what they've done in the past and be able to rely on guys to make those plays. And, you know, guys stood up and, 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 uh, and, and did do that for him down the stretch. And I mean, it's just another testament to his greatness. You know, he did it with a revolving door, different players always coming and going in New England. Um, you know, he's done it again in Tampa and it just shows you just why he's the greatest of all time. And also it shows you, you know, bad teams always find a way to, to lose, you know, the Jets had many opportunities to put that game away and they just they just didn't do it. And when you give the ball back to Tom with any time left on the clock, I think we all know the results of that. So now as we project forward and try and look into a crystal ball, uh, Perriman, Grayson, you still have Gronk. Uh, O.J. Howard uh, had shown a lot of promise early in his career. Cameron Brait, he's caught some big passes, including game-saving one yesterday on fourth down. Uh, that could have ended the game had they not converted there down in the red zone. As you look into your crystal ball, perhaps Fournette will come back. Is this going to be a difficult task now uh, going into the playoffs, trying to get these guys up to speed and, and making them fill in for perhaps the best wide receiver group uh, in the National Football League going into the season? Absolutely. It's an, it's an uphill climb, but, you know, I would put nothing um... – you know, out of reach for Tom. You know, he's like I said earlier, he's able to will guys to be able to play to the best of their ability. Um, you know, if you did look back three, four weeks ago, um, you know, before the injuries, you know, really started to take take a toll on the team, you know, I would have said, you know, looking at them, you know, it had been Green Bay, Arizona Cardinals and Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, vying for NFC championship. And now you know, with Tampa and all the injuries they've, they've sustained, it's just it's tough to see them advancing deep into the playoffs with the way they look. They're a battered and bruised unit. All right, let's change things around. From worst to first, we saw what the Cincinnati Bengals did. They win their division, and what a performance. Just Jamar Chase. That guy was incredible. You can chase him all day long, uh, and he ran for 266 yards, and no one was catching him. Three touchdowns. <laughs> That was so impressive, uh, Joe Burrow and what he was able to do and just the poise to come back and beat the Kansas City Chiefs to win that division. You got a big smile on your face. We're on the radio, but I can see you here uh, over Zoom. Uh, what's making you laugh and smile so much? That performance? Well, it's just it's just Joe Burrow and his moxie. I mean, I, I love that he plays the game the way he loves to play the game, Jim. Um, you know, you could tell he just he he lets it go. Um, he, he wants to be a great teammate. He embraces uh, the culture there. Um, he, he really buys into what his coaches 
pushing um, his teammates really respond to him. You can, you can just tell by the way, you know, when they have success, how they just come up and show him a lot of love his press conference. He's got a, a bravado about him that I really, really, really love. Um, and, and the guys just play, they play hard. They play well for him. And Jamar Chase is run away with rookie of the year, in my opinion, um, week in and week out, you know, he shows why he is, uh, you know, a pro bowler and a, and a future all pro performer in the national football league. And um, those two together, with Higgins and, and Tyler Boyd are, are, you know, they're coming and they're coming strong. Is he faster than Tyreek Hill? He pulled away. He was five yards behind everybody and went right by him and then they started chasing him. You, you know, you haven't seen anything like that since they used to run dog tracks in the United States. And that rabbit that was mechanical was always about <laughs> five yards. It started behind and then it went about five or 10 yards in front of and and, and nobody could catch him. It was just unbelievable. Well, you know, he's got he's got that elusive speed where once he gets going, you know, you don't see guys, you know, really making any ground on him. I don't know if he's fast, as fast as Tyreek Hill, but he's definitely extremely explosive. And the thing I love about him, too, is he's able to run through contact. So you know, I saw a touchdown earlier in the year where he caught a slant in, in quarters and both the guys converge on him and hit him. He's able to break the tackle and then really be able to get into overdrive with his speed. And so he's got power, speed, strong hands. He's able to make contested catches. And I mean, he is a really, really gifted and talented player. Him and him and Jefferson together at LSU. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine trying to go over those guys. And you see how much everybody cares in the National Football League. But that was on display after the game. Zach Taylor got choked up when asked about his team. You see what happens. And he was given the time here in Cincinnati uh, and his process has worked, and, and now it's come to fruition with Burrow. Are you concerned about Burrow? He banged up his knee right there at the end. No, I, it, what it, it appeared to be a minor issue, and, you know, watching his press conference, you know, he, he didn't seem to be too um, banged up about it, and so hopefully he'll be able to it's go. It's always and, minor and, when it's someone else. No, but I mean, he he didn't he didn't allude to anything being serious. You know, it, it didn't it didn't appear to me what his body language and looking at him and just kind of reading that that he that he was uh, hurting any more than than he was let on. Hopefully, it's just a bruise and he'll be able to play and continue to have the, the amazing year he's had thus far. Now, there's there's been a lot of talk and discussion about what Coach Taylor did there at the end of the game, going for it a couple times on fourth down instead of kicking a field goal and giving the ball back with about 40, 42 seconds left uh, to Patrick Mahomes. Um, it worked out because they were bailed out by some officiating uh, after not getting the touchdown on a couple of occasions. A penalty flag was thrown, and then mm -hmm. they were able to kill the clock for the field goal unit to come in. Um, again, we've talked about Coach Staley. And we've talked about Sean McVay, and we see this going on. Quite frankly, this was a bad way to go about this, and he got away with it. What do you think? Well, Jim, I, I mean, you have to take into consideration who you're playing. You don't want to give the ball back to, you know, to, to Mahomes and, you know, Travis Kelsey and his slew of different playmakers. I don't care in any situation. The guy's proven that he's capable of leading his team to victory with those type of uh, scenarios. And I, I like him just, you know, believing that he, he can get the first down, you know, and go for it on fourth down. Because I, I don't want I don't want to give the ball back to Mahomes with 40 seconds to go. Um, it's just it's, it's dangerous. And and I, I like my chance, especially the way Joe was playing and the way he was throwing it around and the way the receivers were, were beaten and beaten. Uh, they were getting open in the man-to-man -man covers that Kansas City kept playing for some reason. And I, I like I liked the decisions. 
So much more to talk about on Let's Go. We're brought to you by USAA Insurance. We're dedicated to helping the military community protect what they've worked hard for with insurance that meets their high standards. Get the coverage you deserve. USAA Insurance. USAA. So much more on Let's Go with Larry Fitzgerald when we return on Sirius XM. Hey everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here. And with the NFL season underway, I am thrilled to announce that my podcast, the NFL Roadshow, will be dropping three times a week. On Mondays, we're going to recap the most interesting stories to come out of the NFL weekend. Wednesdays are going to be for a bit of a deeper discussion. And on Fridays, we're going to bring you the best of my SiriusXM fantasy show with the great Michael Fabiano, Fantasy Dirt. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with Larry Fitzgerald. Let's Go is brought to you by Ring Alarm. It's true, Ring has an award-winning alarm with professional monitoring that you can install yourself in minutes. Go to ring.com forward slash let's go for a special offer on Ring Alarm today. That's ring.com forward slash let's go. As we continue here on Sirius XM, joined by Larry Fitzgerald, Chargers Raiders last game of the season going to be played in Las Vegas the fact that the Raiders even have an opportunity to make it to the playoffs and the fact that they have worked through all of this adversity through John Gruden Henry Ruggs Damon Arnett all of the injuries and here they find themselves playing a home game to get into the AFC bracket of the playoffs against a Charger team just a few weeks ago looked like it was a cinch but now they can play their way in what do you make of what the Raiders have been able to do fighting back through all of this and and and, and now put themselves uh, in position to advance? Nothing short of amazing, Jim. And, and there's, I mean, there's a lot of people that you can, you know, give the nod to, but, you know, Derek Carr has really kept this, this team afloat. His leadership is, is so apparent. You can just see the way the guys really, really love him, um, the way he's able to lead on the offense and defensive side, special teams. I mean, he's done a great job of almost being a player coach, manager i mean the guys involved in everything that's going on and um, you, you really have to tip your hat to the way they've been able to compete and, and keep it on the tracks um you know throughout the course of the year they've had every single opportunity to you know let it go say this is not our season we lost our coach we have one of our teammates get in trouble um just so many things that they could you know easily just do the doing the towel but they didn't they decided to keep fighting and now they have a chance to to advance by winning one game at home and you look toward leadership and you mentioned the leadership of Derek Carr. How about the front office and Mark Davis? He, he's often overlooked and bypassed. He got his team a new stadium out of nowhere after being dealt a horrible hand by the National Football League in the whole shuffle to Los Angeles. Gets a stadium, hires a coach who he thinks is going to be there for 10 years. The circumstances surrounding Coach Gruden uh, call for his dismissal and resignation. Here's Mark Davis left to pick up the pieces and... I think there's got to be a lot of kudos to him in all of this, too, because it's just been crisis management 24-7 for a long time over there. Well, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves because he, he stays out of the public eye. He's not um, somebody you're going to see doing a lot of press conferences and um, in newspaper clippings, but s silently behind the scenes, he's uh, 
he's done a good job of, you know, getting this organization to a place where they have a chance to get into the playoffs. Obviously, they got a lot of, a lot of work to be done this offseason with, you know, hiring coaches and general managers and things of that nature. You know, he's done a great job of, to be able to keep this team afloat and give them a chance. How do you see the game, Larry? Well, um, you know, the way the Chargers have been able to play and, and Justin Herbert, um, you know, the way they're able to push the ball down the field, special teams, Andre Roberts had a big kickoff return yesterday. I mean, I, I think the Chargers are playing better football, to be honest with you, Jim, but they're on the road against a team who's, you know, have one of the strongest fan bases. They will definitely have a home field advantage playing at home. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a pretty evenly matched game. But if I had to pick it, I would, I would go with the Chargers. We'll get to our picks in just a moment. And uh, it's always a fun segment. And speaking of picks, no better pick than GoldenNuggetCasino.com. You can play your favorite slot or table games like blackjack, roulette, and so much more. You can download the app onto your phone or play online at GoldenNuggetCasino.com. you got to be 21 years of age or over. It's available only in Michigan and New Jersey. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-270-7117 or 1-800-GAMBLER. It's coming soon to your state, GoldenNuggetCasino.com. And if you're in Las Vegas for that big ball game, you can go to the actual physical Golden Nugget Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And Larry, on the back of the Raiders' helmets yesterday, as there was league-wide tributes, as there have been just a tremendous outpouring uh, the entire week since we heard of the untimely passing of Coach Madden uh, last Tuesday. Um, Raiders had the JM with the uh, Raider logo shield on the back of their helmets. There was a moment of silence at all of the stadiums to honor and memorialize the great contributions and impact that Coach Madden had. He broadcast uh, a number of your games, your Super Bowl, and you were on the cover uh, of Madden in 2009 with Troy Polamalu. Uh, how would you describe your relationship with Coach Madden and what he meant to you? Obviously, growing up, um, really admiring him. He called one of my favorite games, Thanksgiving game, 1998, Minnesota Vikings versus the, the Dallas Cowboys. Randy Moss caught three passes for three touchdowns. It's the best Thanksgiving I ever had in, in, in my entire life. And so um, I got a chance to meet him, you know, four or five different times. And, you know, he was a larger-than-life person, Huge personality, he meant so much to the game of football. You know, he he made the transition from coaching as a Super Bowl champion to being um, one of not, if not the best announcer in, in league history. Always so animated. Um, you know, he 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 coined the phrase "cankles" and made it a made it a household phrase. And um, you know, I always got so much enjoyment watching him. And and I've lived kind of vicariously through you with the relationship with Coach Madden. I know you all were very close, Jim. And and I know I know the listeners would love to hear a little bit of detail on how close you guys really were. Well, I loved Coach Madden, and uh, we spent a lot of time together over the years. Uh, we both worked together at CBS. Uh, when I first worked uh, for NBC, uh, John let me stay uh, at his apartment at the Dakota. And I was like the guy who came for dinner and never left. So what ended up being a very nice gesture by a Coach Madden uh, ended up staying there for several years. And uh, John was riding on the bus uh, all over the country. So uh, at the times that we were together uh, at the Dakota uh, in the guest room, John just had a love for life, and it was the simple things that gave him great pleasure. Uh, we would go to the same restaurants all the time. Right next to his apartment was Dallas Barbecue, and uh, we'd go in there, and, and he would order the same stuff, and then we'd go down to Ray's Pizza. 
But his favorite place, uh, right down the street from 72nd Street, 72nd and Central Park West, we'd walk about a block and a half. And there was this place called Fine and Shapiro. It was a deli. And uh, Madden used to get such a kick out of the guys who were uh, there at the deli. And then we would watch what they would do. And uh, Madden would call it a street move. Uh, they would clear the plates and, you know, they'd give you these big turkey sandwiches and the guy <laughs> wouldn't finish his entire sandwich. So he'd leave half of it and the guy behind the counter would put it back underneath and Madden would watch him in the window and he'd put that turkey that wasn't eaten back into the shelf so that the next guy <laughs> would get that. And Madden got the biggest kick out of that, called it a street move at Fine and Shapiro. I remember when we went for our CBS seminar uh, into this place called Smith and Walensky's. It's a great steakhouse, and there's this huge display window. Madden turns to me as we're walking in one year, and he says, hey, Gray, let me ask you a question. I say, go ahead, Coach, what do you got? He says, what's the difference between aged beef and old meat? Madden would see things that other people didn't see. That's a great question. What is the difference between aged beef hanging in that window and just a bunch of old meat? And, you know, no one ever put things like this about John. You know, if, if you ever had the opportunity to see him in person, he was never in a hurry. He had time for everybody. He treated the chairman of the board and the dairy farmer the exact same. Uh, he was mesmerized as you would drive across country with him with how the folks in America lived. And he was always grateful uh, that he didn't fly on a plane because he felt if he was on a plane, it was always going to be hurry, 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 rush, rush, rush on to the next city, uh, no time to, you know, see anything. But he got to see all the people in all the little cities, in all the stops along I-80, um, and, and, and the venues that Madden would create, and the people that he would talk to, and his favorite waitresses in, in certain places along the route. And um, he, 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 never, he never bigfooted anybody. Madden was of the people, for the people, by the people, but most importantly, he was with the people, and he related to the people and the fans, and um, it was just a great time in my life, and, and he was a great guy, and uh, he used to love to play golf, and uh, we had this little little um, thing we used to say to each other, because he, he thought the only thing that I liked in golf was trying to get to par fives and two. You going to get there in two today, Gray? Got to get there in two. So Madden would say the same things over and over and over again. So for years, you know, are you going to get there in two? Uh, became the thing or, or, you know, he'd have a piece of gum <laughs> or I'd have a piece of gum and we'd offer each other. And Madden would say, you know, do you ever look at this gum at some time? You eat the whole pack? And yeah, <laughs> so we would eat the whole pack and, you know, you'd have this big wad of gum in your mouth. There's so many, so many stories of, of Coach Madden and everybody has a story. Uh, everybody who... Uh, got to spend time with them uh, is the better for it. And we all feel, whether you knew him or not, like we lost a friend because John was everybody's friend. So if you just watched him on TV or just because of the Ace commercials or the light beer commercials uh, or the Madden game, um, he was your friend. He lived in an exclusive world, but he was an inclusive guy. He never gave anybody the Heisman. His arm was put around everybody. And as we... Uh, have seen and heard all of the tributes to uh, Coach Madden. They're all deserved, and they're all earned. And um, I would hope that the National Football League uh, would come together and somehow figure out a way uh, to memorialize his name and honor him going forward. Um, 
I've seen it suggested, and I suggested that perhaps the uh, NFL All-Pro team uh, be renamed the All-Madden team. Um, I've seen other suggestions, uh, Larry, about the MVP trophy or the Coach of the Year trophy. Um, we have the Walter Payton Award, and that's befitting of Walter Payton. We have the Vince Lombardi Trophy, and that's very befitting for Coach Lombardi. Uh, I would hope that there's something that can be found uh, for Coach Madden. You got any suggestions? I, I love that, and, um, and I think he is of the same elk and has done unbelievable things to, you know, grow the game. I mean, you got to think at the time when he when he started coaching, to the time he left the broadcast booth in 2009, and what he's done, and he was synonymous for, you know, his his quirks and his sayings during games, and brought you know men, women, and children of all kind together uh, to be able to watch the game we all love and appreciate. And I think, um, you know, you've you've you put it, you summed it up pretty well, Jim. He, he definitely needs to be moralized and, and honored um, for years to come. John Madden, our condolences and our heartfelt sympathies go out to Virginia, his sons Mike and Joe, and his grandchildren, uh, and to uh, all who loved um, John Madden. And we're going to miss him. Uh, but we're going to be able to smile about this guy because he gave us so many laughs and he just made it so much fun. With that, I will now read the commercial. And John, John was a commercial guy. I mean, John was on more commercials maybe than anybody in the history of the National Football League. John would appreciate that we have sponsors. And like any coach or athlete will tell you, it helps to work with an expert. And for buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com, powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald, it's now time for our picks. We can hear the bagpipes playing because the winner of this year's picks is none other than your host, Jim Gray. And we will be going, as part of our bet, to St. Andrews to hear the bagpipes and to be playing a round of golf at the old course at St. Andrews. So, Larry, you're closed out. Uh, I've clinched a playoff berth <laughs> and a round of golf at St. Andrews. I know that hurts your heart. Uh. It does, but it's it's gonna hurt a lot more. The whooping I'm gonna put on you on the, over there, though. That's 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 gonna that's gonna be the real story when I when I beat you by ten shots. But that won't be public. This victory is. <laughs> oh yes, it will. Oh yes, it will. You want to you you want to embarrass me on 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 national airways? I gotta get I gotta get retribution. You already know it's coming for you tenfold. All right, Snake. What do you got here? The competition's over. Uh, I'm I'm three games up and. I don't know how many we're picking, but I'm just going to pick the same games that Larry is. <laughs> well, you are three games up, and unless this is the most monumental choke in sports history, uh, you should have this wrapped up. First game will be Patriots at Dolphins, New England, favored by two. I'm going to Patriots. Me too. Jim, you'll choose first here. Chargers at Raiders. I'm not picking that game. I default. I'll take the loss. Uh, Larry, who are you picking? I'm going to take the Chargers. Next game, Bengals at Browns. Cleveland favored by a point and a half. I'm going to take, take the Cincinnati Bengals in this game. Me too. 
Washington football team at Giants. Football team favored by four. I'm going to take the Washington football team. And Me Jim, too. Jim, I figured. Jim, you'll cap that one off, this one off with Cowboys at Eagles. Dallas favored by three and a half. I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going with the Cowboys. It's going to be a shame when you lose this by one game. Turn out the lights. The party's over. <laughs> they say that all good things must end. Call it a night. The party's over. And tomorrow and next year starts the same old thing again. <laughs> There's always next year. The great Dandy Don Meredith. Turn out the lights. Larry, the party is over. When are we going? Have, have you checked availability? Uh, we'll go this summer. We'll go this summer before the season starts up again. Put that down Maybe. on your pad in ink. All right, I'm I'm down. I you know I'm always good for my bets. You know if I if I say I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. You can take it to the bank. Larry, it's been a pleasure having you on during the regular season. Our program will continue throughout the playoffs, all the way through Super Bowl Fifty Six out here in Los Angeles. Enjoy your week. Happy New Year to you. And you can turn on Happy the lights New- when this program's over. <laughs> Happy New Year to you as well, my friend. Thanks for uh, thanks for a great start to the new year, and I hope you have a great week. All right, that'll do it. Our thanks to our producer, Dave the Snake Hagen. Terrific job this season. Production assistance by Harris Fabishoff. We appreciate all of his help. And to our great sponsors, Del Frisco's USAA, Ring, United Wholesale Mortgage, and GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Let's Go Podcast with Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions. I'm Jim Gray. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you again next week right here on Sirius XM. Serious XM Podcasts.